We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast presented by WinBet. It is Friday, March 25th, 2022. Alex Berutha here with Shannon McEwen and Ken K. Train Kreitz. All aboard. Let's jump into the news. Chris Paul returned last night, helped beat helped the Suns beat the Nuggets 140 to 130. Uh, did not look rusty. 17 points, 13 dimes, four rebounds, two combined steals and blocks over 30 minutes. We also had Booker explode for a ridiculous 49 points on 16 of 25 shooting. Shannon, are the Suns your favorite to return to the NBA Finals? It, it's hard to not pick the Suns, especially with the way Chris Paul looked last night. Uh, I, I wouldn't fault anyone for believing that they're going to make a return. You know, it's who else do you have in the Western Conference? I mean, if, if the Clippers were healthy, uh, you know, they're not going to be, obviously. They, they might be in the mix. Um, I don't believe the Grizzlies have enough firepower, but you're talking about a team that has a nine-game lead in the conference. Uh, they, they've been the top team all season, even with Chris Paul and his extended absence. Uh, the only team that is interesting to me would be the Warrior or the two teams, actually, Warriors and Nuggets, uh, but both of those teams have to get healthy. So Curry has to return for the Warriors, and you need some something from MPJ, Michael Porter Jr., and, and Jamal Murray for the Nuggets for them to really challenge. And I doubt, I think Curry will return and have a significant impact on the playoffs. But for Murray and Porter Jr. and the Denver Nuggets, I doubt that either is going to have enough time to, to return before the end of the season, shake off the rust, and be a major impact come the playoffs. The Murray news always seems negative. Yeah. Yeah, we also have some John Morant news we'll get to in a little bit that could impact the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, Suns right now, uh, Nick and I talked about this the other day, but just I'll go over it super quick. If you want to get them to win the Western Conference, uh, your best odds that you'd be looking at, are probably plus 155, which I don't mind at all, to win the NBA title, plus 350, depending on where you look. Um, they're currently the title favorite. Um, Ken, take us to Chicago. Yeah, Bulls lose again, 126-109 to the Pelicans. Ugh. They're now 3-7 and seven, their last 10. No DeRozan last night due to hip tightness. The Bulls, Cavs, and Raptors are all within one game for the 
five to seven spots uh, out east. Lonzo Ball not expected back till maybe end of the season. That could be even optimistic. Uh, end of the regular season, that is. Alex, can this team, the Chicago Bulls, get out of the first round without Lonzo? Well, they're on the wrong side of the bracket now. Yeah. Um, they're currently the fifth seed. Uh, they're not going to catch Boston, who's the fourth seed at 46 and 28. Chicago's 42 and 31 for what it's worth. I mean, they're, they're going to end catch up... the Sixers or the Bucks either. No. So they're going to basically end up playing Boston, Philly, or Milwaukee in the first round. And I guess there's always a chance they play Miami because all those teams are separated by like one win, uh, two wins. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to get out of the first round in this instance unless they can somehow maybe. I don't know how they would. They'd have to position themselves to play like Cleveland, Toronto, or a team like that in the first round, which I don't think is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Alex, you mentioned it, but uh, tell us about that news in Memphis. John Morant, uh, because because of a knee tweak. That's the official official diagnosis. Is that a medical term? Tweak? Yeah, it's a tweak (laughs) knee. Um, Will be reevaluated in two weeks which means he's out at least two weeks. Uh, his fantasy season at that point is essentially over because his absence is bumping up towards the playoffs. So unless your fantasy league goes extremely late, um, you should probably just drop Morant. Uh, at least a good part of this is there's a pretty easy waiver wire ad, in my opinion. It's Tyus Jones, who's been starting at point guard. He started at point guard earlier when Morant's been out. Um, uh, Shannon, do you think that's just like the obvious ad. Or is there anybody else you would consider? I guess Melton might get some more minutes. Yeah. I mean, really, I think the, the two primary benefit, you know, who, who's going to benefit the most Tyus Jones and then Desmond Bain, Desmond Bain's picked up his scoring. Some, uh, the Grizzlies have had some blowouts in, in the time, uh, Jaws missed as well, but it, it's really, it's Tyus Jones, which I know we'll talk about later. And then, if for some reason you're in a, a very shallow league that has Desmond Bain available, he, he is available in about 15% of Yahoo leagues. Um, I think he's worth a streaming option uh, more so than he already was. Great season for Bain. Yes. Uh, on the negative free agent wise, Memphis only with three games next week. Most teams with four, Cleveland with five. Uh, so um, game counts an issue, but certainly shots available for those Grizzlies. We had some, Huge news out of New York City. Yeah, New York City Mayor Eric Adams lifts the mandate for unvaccinated home athletes and performers. Uh, Ky- that means Kyrie, our buddy, can now play in home games. It's a little late to make a big impact in fantasy unless your league goes well into April. Alex, who on the Nets do you downgrade with the return of Kyrie Irving? I think this is almost all the backcourt guys. Dragic. Yeah. Bruce Brown, Patty Mills, Cam Thomas. I think, I mean, probably the biggest impact in fantasy might be Bruce Brown, uh, just because he's been seeing so much time lately. Like playing he's well. been seeing, yeah, playing well, thirty-six minutes. So I guess, I guess maybe they won't uh, reduce his minutes. But then you're you're really like almost shutting down like Patty Mills to an extent. Who Patty Mills has been playing pretty bad lately. Um, two zero-point games in the past three, but. Yeah, we'll we'll see exactly how it how it plays out, but most of those guys are fringe fantasy options anyway. Yeah, it looks like Drogic and Brown have seen the biggest uh, boost in value with Kyrie sitting. 
Um, so those are the two I would downgrade the most. Patty Mills has been solid for the Nets, but his value was already, you know, on the downward trend with 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 uh, Seth Curry in town now. Um, so it's really Drogic and, Drogic and Brown are probably the two where you can seek other options if, if you're rostering those two. Let's give Bruce Brown a little love. Last uh, 10 games, 15.6 points, 6.2 boards, 2.1 stocks, uh, aided obviously by 1.3 steals a game. Uh, maybe the hopefully the stocks are still there for Brown, even if he's losing shots and assist uh, opportunities uh, with Kyrie. Uh, he's always a good gap filler, but never reliable for a full season. And, and let let me expound on this a little bit more because there is a very good chance Brown's going to stick in the starting lineup and stay at the three uh, yeah. with Durant playing the four, Drummond, Claxton at the five, uh, Curry, Mills at the two, and then Kyrie and Dragic at the one. So it is, you know, I mean, Camp Thomas was making some noise earlier this season, but it's been Brown and it's been Brown for, you know, almost 20 games now. So it is where you should not cut bait with Brown unless you're in a very shallow league. I don't think the the Kyrie news necessarily impacts him drastically in the short term, but it, I also don't expect him to have as much as high of usage as we've seen from him over the past few weeks. Well, and to your point uh, about Brown with and without Kyrie, he's scoring over 18 points a game at home when Kyrie can't play in those 10 and only 13 points a game on the road when they have been able to play Kyrie. There's your big difference where the other stats are fairly stable. Let's move on to the Clippers. We had Paul George return to practice for the first time in three months. Still technically without a timetable for his return, but quote, he's doing good. He hasn't felt any pain, so that's a positive thing. Uh, Ty Lue said that. Quote, just working on his conditioning and just making sure he can continue to go through the minimal contact without having any issue. So as of right now, it hasn't been a problem. Uh, imagine me, how big a story this would be if he played for the Lakers. I'm sorry, LA. the other team in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think there's much to do fantasy-wise unless you you have like a late extending league that's relatively deep where you have bench spots that you're just are uh, going to almost nobody. Um, and even then, if he comes back... I assume he'll be limited until the play-in or the playoffs. Uh, so this is more of like real-life news to where maybe they get him back to the play-in and then they go up against like a shorthanded Memphis if Morant can't come back and then things get very dicey very quickly um, in the in the first round of the Western Conference. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. 
need to hire, you need Indeed. Uh, let's jump to the fan feedback, Ken. Yes, we got a question from Superfan Bob Meyer. Get ready, guys. This is a little complicated. Pick two for the second final round of the playoffs. He's in a 10-team points league. So pick two of these guys, let's just say for the remainder of the season, uh, Eubanks, Winslow, Watford, P.J. Tucker, Davion Mitchell, Emmanuel Quickly, Bones Highland, and or Damian Jones. Jones seeing some run, Sacramento. Uh, my gut tells me go with Quickly and Eubanks. Hmm. Uh, Eubanks has been, we'll touch on him in a minute, but he's been like a top 50 fantasy player over the past two weeks, even though he's an intern on 10 day <laughs> Is contracts. He on his fifth 10 day contract there? Fourth. Like that? Fourth. Yeah. Uh, they also make him put the paper in the copy machine. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, Winslow, Winslow also interesting, but his percentages are going to destroy you. And I think this calf issue is going to just screw him for the rest of the season. So I'm going with quickly and, and Eubanks. Ooh, it's it's tough. I'm gonna go two different options. Uh, I'm going to go Watford and Davion Mitchell. I believe Watford will stick as the starting power forward for the rest of the season uh, for the Portland Trailblazers. And then same with, with Mitchell and the yeah. Kings. I believe I, I, I would be surprised if De'Aaron Fox and uh, our, bo- our boy Sabonis uh, return this year or play more than a couple games. Um, I, think, I think the Kings are going to lean on Mitchell heavily down the stretch. So those are the two guys I would go with. Winslow uh, would get some consideration, but he's sitting tonight. Uh, I believe. I think he's questionable. Officially, he's still questionable for tonight. But if he, if anyone has a minor injury and they're on a tanking team, I'm going to avoid that player. So Watford and Mitchell are the two I like. Sabonis, I think, particularly not coming back for the Kings. Fox will probably be on and off again, just enough to drive everyone crazy, give everyone just a little hope. <laughs> Yeah, and to uh, to Shannon's point, Mitchell as a starter this season, 11 games, 18.2 points, 5.2 assists. I'm pretty efficient shooting, 47% from the field, and he's also hitting two and a half threes. So, An yeah, excellent waiver be... wire addition we'll be discussing later in the show. And one-time waiver wire cover guy of this very pod. Yeah. Uh, let's do that. Let's jump to the waiver wire. All right. Uh, yes, the waiver wire, gentlemen. Uh, games next week. The Cavs have five. Cleveland has five games. There are seven teams with just three games. Brooklyn, Charlotte, Memphis, who we discussed, Minnesota, the Pelicans, Phoenix, and Utah. Everybody else has four games, and the Cavs have five. Alex, who's your first waiver wire selection? Uh, I want to say I'm definitely looking forward to the sheer amount of games and sheer amount of injury notes I will be writing. Guys, questionable all the time. In and out of the lineup, new lineups, going to be a lot of fun. Available in 50% of leagues player for me is Drew Eubanks. Available available in exactly 50% of Yahoo leagues. 11%. uh, He's only rostered in 11% of ESPN leagues. He just signed his fourth 10-day contract. (laughs) The first ever intern to start at center. Um, you know, from what I could gather from people on Twitter complaining and informing other Twitter users and the beat reporters, it sounds like they don't have official roster spot for him, 
but they can keep signing him to 10-day contracts because of all the injuries on the roster. So um, whether those injuries are real or fabricated, I'm sure that will continue being the case, um, even though it's kind of disrespectful. Yeah. Past two weeks, he's ranked 52nd <laughs> per game, 16.1 points on 65% shooting, 8.9 rebounds, 2.7 assists, not really a stocks guy, uh, but he has arguably been their best player during this stretch, so he's probably worth Just for showing up, just for being there every game. Absolutely. Just doing his thing. Scoring around the basket, grabbing some rebounds. That's that's it. Your best player on the team. Uh, yeah, I got nothing to add besides that, just because it's just – he's just a starting center on a team. I, it's I, an I ugly, ugly lineup night tonight in Portland. Ugly. Yeah. Uh, Ken, who are you turning to? I'm going to go with a very familiar name. It's a bit of a stretch as far as available in 50% of, of leagues. But uh, Kevin Love, new starter for your Cleveland Cavaliers. He's available in only 130 Yahoo leagues, but uh, he's only rostered in 31% of ESPN leagues. Uh, I'm not sure I've stressed this enough. The Cavs have five, yes, five games next week. He just replaced Lamar Stevens in the starting lineup and last night posted nice line, 12 points, 10 boards. Four assists with two uh, three-pointers. He's a, a guy that can uh, get hot at any moment from behind the arc. Cleveland's struggling, and I think the uh, the lineup switch to get Love in the starting lineup is a, a smart move. So I just love uh, I just love the addition of Kevin Love as a free agent pick this week. I agree. I agree, Ken. And with five games on the slate next week, you can really make an argument, especially in deeper formats. If, if you're if you're rostering, you know, a player who's outside the top 150, <clears throat> who only has three games next week, you can make an argument for for a Coro or yeah. or you know Osman, you know, one of these other low level guys, you know, end of rotation players on the Cavs. I know a Coro starts and sees a bucket load of minutes. <laughs> the, yeah. the production's not really there for him, but he's owned in like 88% of Yahoo leagues. And with five games, the stats will add up. So, you know, if you're if you're arguing between a Coro's five games or Grant Williams three or whoever, whoever, whatever random player is towards the end of your bench, go pick up a Coro. Uh, he, he's gonna he's gonna be worth better, worth more to you for next week and, and while you fight for your playoff life. And if you need threes, Osmond's hitting two a game, so mm-hmm. uh, that's ten. Five games, two a game, ten threes. Oh uh, yeah, my I, my! Oh sorry, Alex, I, go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to say, I have Levert in our 14-teamer. He might get a start over Patrick Beverly this week. I also picked <laughs> up Hartenstein. I picked him up in that league. Wait, you don't have Hartenstein? I have Hartenstein and <laughs> Beverly now. I'm sticking. I am a man of my word. I have both those players <laughs> on my roster now. I did the thing. Shannon, who is your over 50% available at over 50% of leagues guy? I'm going to Oklahoma City. And looking at Trey Mann, the 21-year-old guard has been on fire recently. Over the past uh, seven games, he's averaging 31 and a half minutes, 18.7 points, 5.1 rebounds, three assists, and 3.5, uh, 3.6 three-pointers made. I, you know, he started six of the past seven games. I expect him to start, you know, probably the majority of games, if not yes. all of the games down the stretch. 
I, I really question how many games SGA or Josh Giddy will be playing for the Tanking Thunder uh, these last couple weeks of the season. But Trey Mann will probably be out there. So so I'm picking him up if he's available in your leagues. He's, he's available in about 55% of Yahoo leagues right now. And we don't know who they're going to draft, but I, you'd say as of right now, they're planning on Trey Mann being their starting shooting guard next season. Get him some experience. And he loves to light it up in garbage time. And there's going to be a lot of garbage time uh, for this Thunder team rest of the way. He lit up the Celtics when that game was over, like midway in the third. They just said, nah, just keep shooting. He put up 35 points. It's on fire. Yeah, main thing you have to watch out for with man is efficiency. Not the most efficient shooter in the world. Been playing well lately. Efficiency's yeah. picked up a lot. So um, if you are, if you're like desperate for needing good field goal percentage, Maybe not, but his, the numbers right now are overwhelming. I think you just have to pick him up at this point of the go. year. Chances are you got someone on your roster that's hurt or uh, in and out of the lineup, stuff like that. Alex, uh, why don't you put on your blue suede shoes and take us to Memphis? That reminds me the other day when I was going out to the the elevator in my apartment building, someone was just blasting uh, Jailhouse Rock by Elvis <laughs> from their apartment. And I'm like, nice. I haven't heard. I haven't heard this song in 10 years. Um, <laughs> Tyus Jones is my long shot of the week. Not really a long shot because I'm pretty confident, uh, but we mentioned it. John Morant's out two plus weeks. Uh, Tyus Jones as a starter is 12 points, seven assists, three rebounds, 1.2 steals, hits a couple threes. I think he has more steals upside beyond that. Um, Shannon also mentioned Desmond Bain. Uh, it's going to get a boost as well. I, I suppose Dylan Brooks could be available in more leagues than Bain. So he's uh, worth a look as well. Melton, you just got to kind of evaluate the whole backcourt. See who's getting minutes. But Jones, to me, is the, I mean, he's just the guy that's he's going to start. He's going to play more minutes. Brooks will score, but he'll also shoot about 38% from the field. So you got to watch the percentages. But Brooks, Jones, uh, yeah. Brooks loves taking 20 shots. Let's put it yeah. that way. Right. It's it's bad percentage on high volume is the problem. Yeah. 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 Ken, who's your long shot? Uh my long shot, a bit of a stretch to call him a long shot. Uh, uh of those Sacramento Kings, Davion Mitchell, thirty nine percent rostered in Yahoo, but only ten percent rostered on ESPN. The Kings have four games next week. Mitchell has started the last three games, and as Shannon mentioned earlier. A little concerned how often the Kings are going to rest Fox throughout the end of the season. Last six games, Mitchell's averaged 19 points, 4.3 dimes, one steal, and 2.33 made three-pointers, while also shooting a nice 50% from the field, something not happening for Mitchell in the first half of the season. Finally shooting well, feeling confident. We already know he plays great defense. I think the Kings would be wise to keep Mitchell in the starting lineup and give him a lot of run. Kings are uh, five and a half games back from the 10 seed. So I, uh, I'm not really <laughs> sure they'll get in uh, to the playing tournament. So yeah. Fox. Once again, you're like, why do they still have Harrison Barnes? Why? <laughs> yeah. And uh, why do they have Sabonis and not Halbert? <laughs> <laughs> Let's Who get knows? older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, Shaggin, who is your long shot? I, you know, I've got for the long shot, I've got a starting point guard in the mm. NBA, 
Portland Trailblazers Chris Dunn started the most recent game against San Antonio. Uh, everyone laughs. Everyone laughs. Yeah. But steals. Steals. He's widely available. Over the past week, he is a top 90 player. Uh, he ranks 82nd. He's available in 86% of Yahoo leagues. And, and you know, I don't expect a lot from, from Dunn, but he can do what, what he's been doing. Over the last five games, 26 minutes, 8.4 points, 5.6 assists, and two steals per game. So that that's Chris Dunn. That's exactly what he's always uh, been able to contribute on the NBA floor. And if you need steals, if you need assists, he's a streaming option for you. I, I you know, I went, I would probably be more, uh, more likely to pick him up in a daily league where where you're streaming in options than, than a weekly format. Yeah. But but he he's worth consideration if you need those two categories. Well, Alex says our uh, website. Uh, injury expert for the NBA. What what are your thoughts on Anthony Simons and what Portland may or may not do with him? Allegedly, game time decision for tonight. But well, boy, hasn't played in uh, looks like ten games or so. Yeah, um, you know I'm a fan of teams that list guys day to day and they miss a month. Um, I think that's <laughs> not malpractice. Um, I think that's great stuff. I think you're, you know, uh, it's it's great to the fans who buy tickets. And, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but I have no idea, man. No idea. Will he come back tomorrow and start playing 40 minutes again and put up 30 points a game? Maybe. Will they just sit? I, I don't know. I, I, I endorse the Chris Dunn pickup. I think he, he's two steals a game with four or five assists. I think you just do it and hope that they don't bring back Simons. Yeah. Um, Brandon Williams has really tailed off for him. So the minutes are there for Dunn <laughs> for sure. And that what a nightmare lineup. Yeah. If you're a season ticket holder for the trailblazers. Ooh. You know, you just got to enjoy the Eubanks Chris Dunn pick and roll game. I mean, there's just not, that's kind of what you signed up for, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a good food town. Just go out to dinner. Don't skip the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you have a dull suggestion, Ken. I do. I don't know. I, I wrote it in the notes last week that I missed the show. So I don't know if you mentioned it, but it doesn't get any duller than this. Dwight Powell, your starting center for the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas has four games next week. And Powell always starts. His last 12 games, he's put up a reasonably useful 12.2 points, 6.2 rebounds, and half a block while shooting a nice 68% from the field. It's very boring, but uh, those are some useful um, counting stats. And then I'll also throw out there, even duller, Lamar Stevens, recently benched for Cleveland, but with their injuries, they've got very little depth. Last uh Last three games, Stevens has put up uh, almost 16 points, almost six rebounds, and one stock uh, game uh, while shooting 61% from the field. And as we've mentioned, Stevens' Cavaliers have five games next week. Dwight Powell's always been that field goal percentage guy. Catches a lot of lobs from Luka Doncic. Um, Not doing a lot of – not doing much else. Not doing much else. Shannon, you got any other names you want to throw out there? No, I just want to move on from Dwight Powell as quickly as possible. (laughs) Beautiful. Well, let's talk about our good friends at WinBet. WinBet is the exclusive sportsbook sponsor for RotoWire's fantasy podcasts. WinBet brings you all the latest action with a user-friendly interface, money line bets, boosted parlays, over-unders, round robins, live betting, and so much more at your fingertips. Want a break from sports betting? Head into WinBet's digital casino and take a spin on the roulette. 
Double down on blackjack, slam the slots, or try your hand at Baccarat. WinBet is currently available in nine states. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Minnesota, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. While rapidly expanding at WinBet, the possibilities are limitless. Register for WinBet today, make a uh, qualifying deposit, and wager to receive $200 in free bets. Promotion may vary by state. Download WinBet now. That's W-Y-N-N-B-E-T, as in the win in Las Vegas. WinBet, the exclusive sportsbook partner for RotoWire's fantasy podcasts. I appreciated the Minnesota addition to that. Uh, <laughs> Thrive is back for another season of fantasy basketball, and they're running guaranteed contests every day this NBA season. With Thrive Fantasy, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus only on the top-tier athletes and interns that have the biggest impact on the game. Sign up today and get a free six-month RotoWire subscription. Here's how to claim that free RotoWire subscription. Visit rotowire.com slash thrive, deposit a minimum of $10, and receive a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Play in your first paid contest and receive a free six-month RotoWire subscription. Ken. It's time, gentlemen, for your DFS picks for this Friday. Friday DFS picks are brought to you by FanDuel. Our partners at FanDuel are giving away a slam dunk offer for new users. Sign up and deposit $10, then receive two free entries. Compete for real cash prizes all season long with FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com and sign up today. We have a seven-game slate, highest over-unders, Houston at Portland, 234 and a half. Uh, Dallas at Minnesota, Minnesota, uh, 228 and a half. <laughs> that Houston-Portland game, that's going to be hard to stomach. That's going to be some ugly basketball. Yeah, not one that uh, not one that if you're on Thrive Fantasy, uh, it's going to have a lot of names uh, yeah. that people recognize. <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah, excited for that Kevin Porter-Chris Dunn matchup. <laughs> Who, uh, Shannon, when you look at the slate, who sticks out to you? Top guys, value guys, specific games. Where's the first place your head goes? Oh, man. It, it's it's a very unappealing slate uh, off the top. But but oddly enough, my first – the first guy I really targeted on was, was Draymond Green. 5,200. Uh, he, he's – Hasn't done much since returning, averaging under 20 fantasy points per game uh, in, in the past four games. Uh, but the minutes are increasing. He was up to 29 minutes before getting a night off against Miami. I I think this is the night. The sal you know the salary's gone in the right direction, and the minutes have gone in the right direction. So so you know they're crisscrossing, and now it's at a perfect value spot where if he goes out and gets you 30. 30 to 35 fantasy points, it's a great value. And, and we know Green has upside for more, especially if he tops 30 minutes tonight. Uh, I just love him at that price. Is Jordan Poole too obvious a pick? Or should I no. say, is the salary too high? No, it's not. It's uh, honestly, I mean, Jordan Poole's floor has been like close to 40 points over yeah. the past, 
you know, eight, nine games. I, I think it's actually over almost a dozen games now. Uh, and with Curry out, I mean, he's just, he's electric, man. He can score whenever he wants. Uh, he catches fire quickly. Uh, you know, I was watching the Orlando Magic game the other day against Golden State, and Poole had like four fantasy points or something very minimal in the first quarter. And then all of a sudden, you know, a blink of the eye, and, and he had he had five times as many fantasy points. He just he fills it up quick, and he's fun to watch. Those two super deep bank in threes. Yeah. <laughs> Nuts. Uh, yeah, Poole. I just uh, I upped his projections, by the way. We have him at 34 minutes, should be at 36 plus. But he is a great suggestion, both him and Draymond. I think that could be a nice pairing. Um, that game is interesting to me because <laughs> Atlanta is going to really want to win that game. If Atlanta from here on out is like one of the teams trying to really win games here because they're sitting at 10th in the mm-hmm. play in. They're not going to slip below 10, but obviously they'd like to climb up closer to that eight spot. Um, so that game is intriguing. I think it'll be relatively competitive as the Warriors also, I think, try to hang on here. Uh, in terms of some of the higher, you know, like that, t- that 10,000 upper nines range, uh, I don't know who's guarding Joel Embiid on the Clippers. Um, unfortunately, as much as I love Hartenstein, don't think he's the guy. Uh, so that's interesting to me just as a play. And um, I mean, Embiid's, I mean, the, the addition of James Harden hasn't affected Embiid's numbers at all. I, I think it's just, it's gotten some easier shots. It's taken some pressure off of him, but the numbers have remained relatively similar. So I don't know who is guarding him there. Um, you know, Doncic against Minnesota, I think they, that's interesting, but Minnesota has been pretty good lately. So I don't love that as like a, you know, something to hit like very hard. Um, you know, I mentioned how I feel about the Hawks going up against Golden State. Uh, so Trey Young, I think, is a solid option. Um, and the last guy I'll mention here in this kind of upper echelon, because it's the last guy over 9,000 salary, Carl Anthony Towns, who technically questionable with a forearm injury, but has not missed a game since uh, January 3rd. And uh, is clearly not an issue for him. Uh, I'm not sure Dallas really has the personnel to do a great job against him. Powell's all right. Decent athlete. Maxi Kleba is fine. Um, you know, I just I, I just don't think they have what, uh, a great chance to stop Towns, although that's more of a defensive matchup anyway. Over-unders at 228.5. Um, I don't know. What's the over-under on Patrick Beverly getting tossed from this game when he gets uh, <laughs> whistled up Garden Donchitz? Up in his grill. You know they're going to protect yeah. Luca. I know. Pretty pretty high chance of that happening. Um, I'm sure Luca will take it to the post once in a while because he can do that. Uh, what about you, Shan? What are you thinking? Oh, man. If I if I were spending five figures, I I, would, I think I would go Luca. Um, you know, the way Embiid's been playing, you know, like you mentioned, after the Harden, uh, after acquiring Harden. It hasn't impacted in being in a negative fashion at all. So, you know, that that's a solid option as well. Uh, but it, but if I'm spending that much, I, I just I like Luca at, at, at 10,400. Um, but for most of my lineup, I think I'm going to go elsewhere. I'm watching the Julius Randall injury. Uh, if Randall sits again, uh, I think RJ Barrett's an obvious play. RJ Barrett's at 7,800. He's been, he's got two 50 point outings in the past two weeks. 
um mm-hmm. you know a good good uh good at 40 point upside like pretty pretty safe 40 point upside there um he hasn't had any of his his no shows uh in the recent batch of games um Kyle Lowry at 6100 uh he's starting to play better uh 30 32 38 43 fantasy points in the past three games also encouraging the minutes i mean 36 and 38 minutes past two uh you know my miami is gonna want to hold on to that number one seed well maybe I, actually an argument can be made you don't want the number one seed in the east uh but uh if if they are gonna fight for that then, then kyle lowry's picking you know he's, he's really Picking up his play at the right time of the season. I, I just 6,100 stuff to pass up for him. Um, and, and then I don't, those are really the guys I'm watching. I, I need to see what happens with Julius Randle. If Randle does sit, uh, you have Obi Toppin. Topin. Toppin. Toppin. Topin. We'll Topin. see. Yeah. Topin. Toppin. We'll do both. <laughs> uh, no, Obi, he, he's going to be an option. He had a big game uh 46 fantasy points his salary's gone up uh as a result of that but if randall sits then obi's obi's gonna be an option as well yeah i'm uh i'm gonna turn to your detroit piston shannon because this washington detroit matchup uh it's got some potential another another game tough to stomach yeah (laughs) Uh, the beautiful game will be out. A lot of red, white, and blue in that game. Not sure able to tell either team apart. Um, we have Porzingis in that game. 8,500 for him. It's kind of pushing it. I mean, he has a relatively high floor. His floor is like in the low 30s. Did pop off for 60 fantasy points against Houston. So I think that's kind of where his, his salary bump came from. Beginning to the free throw line a ton. Um, it been passing a lot more. So his upside has definitely increased. And then Cade... You know, Cunningham sitting at 8,200, um, and his floor has been, like, again, low 30s. Um, this month, at home, he's averaging 42 fantasy points a game. This game is being played. Is it still Little, Little Caesars Arena, or did they change it? It's Little Caesars. Okay. Being played at Little Caesars Arena. <laughs> uh, so, Cade... I think has a good chance of a of a nice. They've game actually there. changed the name to Corey Joseph Arena. It's his <laughs> house. Oh man! Starting point guard Corey Joseph for your. So let let me talk about the Pistons a little bit now, please. Uh, Cade Cunningham since March first, ten games, averaging twenty two points, seven point two rebounds, seven assists, one point two steals, forty seven percent from the floor. This man should be the runaway rookie of the year, but I digress. He's been a fantasy beast, 42 fantasy points per game as a rookie uh, in the month of March. Absolute stud. Uh, I do also think it, it, it warrants mentioning killing Hayes. I, I wanted to bring Hayes up during our free agent discussion, and, and I forgot over the past two games, Hayes has played 35 and 33 minutes and averaging 30 fantasy points over that stretch, Dwayne Casey has come out and said that this final stretch of games is all about killing Hayes and getting him the reps and experience that he needs. So Hayes is going to be out there playing a lot of minutes over the final couple of weeks of the season. And we all know what he can do with that. Dominate. So <laughs> if you want someone who can get you 12 points, five rebounds, five, six assists, and some steals, killing Hayes will do that. He will drag your field goal percentage, but 
there will be some there'll be some value there, especially in points based leagues. Pistons with will, four games next week. I will uh yeah, Killian Hayes when he sees at least thirty minutes this season, twenty five fantasy points. Uh twenty nine at home, but somehow he's only played three games at home where he's played over thirty minutes. The rest of them have been on the road. Uh, two of those were against Atlanta. I guess he was you're, probably stopped trying to stop Trey Young. You're not going to play him over the person who the arena is named after. Right? <laughs> Corey Joseph, Joseph got to get his minutes. Got to. <laughs> yeah, why don't they have Saban Lee still? Did Saban Lee die? Like, why is Corey Joseph still getting minutes? Oh, man. Um, another situation worth uh, just at least worth monitoring. Shannon mentioned the Julius randall Nick situation. The Heat are also quite beat up. Um, we have Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Butler, PJ Tucker, uh, all questionable, uh, as well as Tyler Hero. Um, is that from a locker room fight? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not sure what went down there, but uh, all those guys are questionable. Um, my, so my, he- my conspiracy theory is that Jimmy Butler sits with his injury tonight, but it's really just a team suspension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I back that. I was just gonna, literally, just gonna say the same thing. I back that a hundred percent. Yeah. And instead, they put Hoslam at the small forward. Udonis gets forty minutes tonight. Oh my god! Can you imagine? <laughs> what is the? Uh, do you want to take a guess on the the amount of minutes Udonis Haslam has played this season? Oh, nine. Um. Wow, you are way too low. Fifty nine. 59 minutes. Um, last season, he only played three minutes, so you were closer there. 59 minutes, but also 37 minutes bodyguard, bench bodyguard for the coaching staff. So, you know, he's getting paid for a lot of roles. Yes. Uh, since 2017, Haslam has played 252 minutes of NBA basketball. Beautiful. Uh, any any last words on this slate, Shannon? Yeah, it, it's been a crazy couple weeks, and as we get nearer to the end of the season, it's going to continue to be just that. So, you know, keep a close eye on everything. There's going to be values that open up uh, in the final hour before tip for each game. Um, so you just got to keep 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 tapped in and, and use the RoadWire Optimizer and our, our breaking news, uh, and hopefully we can open up some values here and have a winning lineup for you check the starting lineups on rotowire and uh shannon i like your kyle lowry pick uh dfs tonight especially if all those guys sit in miami mm-hmm. let's go to ken's old man rant nah, i could do this every week stop the laker coverage they aren't even the best team in la the lakers are 31 and 42 Why are they always the main story on ESPN? Why are we forced to constantly watch them on the national broadcasts? The Lakers are three and seven over the last 10. The New Orleans Pelicans have the same record as the Lakers, yet most media companies don't know they are in the association. Give me more Memphis Grizzlies. Ah! Ironically, the Pelicans also have a ton of the Lakers old players. Right. 
<laughs> well, they got so, rid of Josh Hart. They got rid of, but then they got Larry Nance. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, yeah. It, uh, Larry yeah. Nance. Yeah, they had they had Lonzo at one point. They could have yeah. just been the Ingram's uh, not playing, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, mispronounced names. We had Topin versus Toppin. I'm pretty sure it's Toppin. I'm, I'm like pretty sure it's Toppin. I'm not. I'm. I'm. Yeah, it's Toppin. Yeah, it's not. That was Shannon, not me. I want to state. Usually, I'm. You know, the guilty party. Uh, learning that Obi Toppin went to four different high schools as I read his basketball reference page. Did not know that. Uh, thank you everybody for joining us on the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast presented by WinBet. Ken, take us out of here. Um, we're going to go to Scotty Brooks when he was coaching the Wizards, since I'm wearing my Michael Jordan Wizards hat. He was talking about Thomas Bryant. He said, quote, I need some new drip. I got to hang with Thomas. He gets an extension. Did he get an extension I don't know about? Uh, attention, fantasy basketball <laughs> fans. This three-car train wreck has hit the end of the line. <laughs> All right, yeah, I forgot to prepare. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.